This is an ABC podcast. The flagship magazine of Progressive Britain, The New Statesman, has unveiled its list of the 50 most influential lefties. And coming in at number 27 is none other than the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby. How did the head of the Anglican Church make this radical list? The Reverend George Pitcher was an advisor to a previous Archbishop of Canterbury. He now writes at the Substack blog, A Word to the Wise. Well, I'm not sure he'd want that particularly, Andrew. It's an accolade that he may wear with some reluctance. When I worked at Lambeth Palace for his predecessor, Dr. Rowan Williams, Rowan guest edited the New Statesman while I was there. That's something that I arranged for him. It got him into a lot of trouble with the uh, Conservative backbenchers in Parliament. So there's something of a track record with the New Statesman and Archbishops <laughs> of Canterbury. Yeah, but I think in the case of uh, Justin Welby, you know, he said things that are very critical of the present government's policies. What has he said? His latest intervention has been to stand in the corner of migrants crossing the English Channel from the continent to seek asylum as refugees in Britain. There's something called the Illegal Immigration Bill currently passing through Parliament, which will enable the government, amongst other things, to dispatch refugees and migrants to Rwanda to keep them off our shores. And Welby thinks that that's both immoral and impractical, and he's saying so from his seat in the House of Lords. And this is likely to get up conservative noses in the House of Commons because that sort of intervention is unhelpful for the government. I don't think Justin Welby is an out-and-out lefty, so I'm not sure the new statesman has necessarily got that right. I think he's right to intervene because Christian leaders are obliged to intervene, to stay on the side of the dispossessed and the vulnerable in society. And there's nothing much more dispossessed and vulnerable than a refugee fleeing um, a war zone. So he's right to be doing that. But I think he's actually holds some very conservative views socially. I mean, he's not, for instance, conducting gay marriages himself, which is very much on the legislative agenda over here. He carries some very traditional views in the House of Bishops in the Church of England. So I think he's more of a Christian Democrat, actually, than a socialist. He did make an appearance at a trade union congress, though, not the normal yeah. stamping ground for an Archbishop of Canterbury, and especially not for someone who in a previous life was an oil trader in the city of London. I don't think he was an oil trader. I think he worked for an oil company. But nevertheless, your point is sound, that he's a child of late capitalism, if you like. I rather admire a priest or a prelate who goes anywhere he's invited. And I dare say that if he was invited to pitch up at a conservative gathering, and there have been a few conservative gatherings as they've tried to find their way as a political party recently, I'm not sure he'd want to turn up to something that made it look like he was standing on a conservative platform any more than he'd turn up to the Labour Party to be on their platform. But you know what I mean? If there was a government convention that he thought he could usefully be a voice at, I'm sure he'd pitch up at that. So he turned up at a trades union congress because the invitation was made to him. But I think we'd be wide of the mark to suggest that he is politically necessarily left wing. Is there a growing rift between not just Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, but the bishops generally and what a political operative might describe as their base? 
It's true that the Church of England hasn't been what it used to be called, which was the Conservative Party at prayer. But I don't know that it's necessarily become terribly left-wing either. Part of the problem here, Andrew, is that we've got a government that's very much on its last legs and really can't get anything done. It casts about itself to find culture wars and issues that it can try and find its stride on again. But it gets to the stage where anybody who says something that stands on the side of the dispossessed and the marginalized or something is accused of being wild lefty or, and really it's only people that are saying things that are really consistent with the Christian faith. We have a duty to look after people that are at their most vulnerable and so on. We've got a duty, for instance, on issues not just like immigration, but on issues such as assisted suicide and euthanasia and things like that. The powerless need a voice. The powerless need to be spoken up for. And that's what Welby will do. But it gets to a stage, frankly, that when anybody with a church background or representing the Church of England, it says something that's vaguely like, I don't think it's a good idea to send immigrants to Rwanda. I'm accused of being some sort of radical left winger. I mean, actually, that's a fairly straightforward and centrist thing to be saying. Yeah. Well, I think uh, your king and ours has been known to voice some doubts about the uh, Rwanda refugee policy. Absolutely. And, you know, is anyone really going to say that King Charles III is a raving Marxist? And when you look at Welby, Welby is an old Etonian who has expressed some traditionalist Christian views socially with regard to marriage and so on, you don't usually find old Etonians and figures of the establishment who are archbishops being charged with being radical lefties. George Pitcher, former advisor to the Archbishop of Canterbury. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.